The Stop Hating Yourself podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended to take the place of professional treatment. If you're in need, please seek help. If you're in immediate danger, please press pause and dial 911. Viewer discretion is advised. Check one. One check. Check two. That's the second check. Check three. Um, checks mix. We are checked in. All right. Don't check out. Hey, guess who doesn't have his uh, script in front of him? <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's like a, an episode I host on my own. <laughs> right? It's perfect. Yeah. Uh, this is live from the Sad Pad. It's the Stop Hating Yourself podcast, the self-help podcast where we... Help ourselves. While entertaining you. I'm Catfish, Sad Sack Baroni, joined by... Carl Bad Batch Case. Welcome, Carl. Sweet. I got everything right, didn't I? How does this feel? It feels fine. Okay. Yeah. Great. I'm cool with it. All right. Remember how we talked about me needing to mark the front of my microphone? <laughs> how have we not done that yet? Because you usually think about it when uh, we're actually rolling, so... I know, but didn't I, didn't I bring... I brought a marker one time. And a label maker, even. And did I bring the label maker? You brought it, did, and I okay. said that's not the type of label maker I want, so... Right, so we did, some... not, we did not label your microphone because you've got label maker standards. Yep, I do. Okay. This is a very inside baseball podcast so far. What a great way to follow up last week's episode. I know, it's perfect. Did you listen to last week's? I did. Oh, that's unfortunate. Why? It was fine. No. Well, fine in that it was something. It was fine. Fine. It was fine. It was fine as Oh my hell. God. Oh my God. That podcast was so fine. <laughs> why? Remind me again why you're not a voice actor. Because uh, when I tried to get into it, I realized how much of a pain in the ass it was to self-promote, and then I stopped. Oh, that's the only reason. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Great. Good I mean... To, good to know. Yeah. I didn't even get to a point to, where someone could reject me based on lack of talent. Ah, I see. Yeah. I see. That's the trick. So you haven't ruled out that that would happen. It's possible. Right. Just like anything's possible? Mm -hmm. okay. Voiceover. Absolutely. Do so you you're believe, saying there's a you, chance. Do you believe it's possible then that one of these days when you're not available uh -huh. that I could put out a worthwhile episode on my own? I do because you've done it twice. No, that's not true. Last week's episode was, uh, just speaking orally, Orally. Orally. It was hot garbage. Yeah, I was a little blown out. Yeah. I was a little, um, but... Uh, but I did address it in the episode. You did. I was just recording it on my phone, and I couldn't tell. Yeah, there you go. So... Perfect. Hey. Uh-huh? It's been a minute, man. It has been... Carl, I'm not going to lie. Yeah? It's been a few minutes. Yeah. yeah. So how, how you been? What's new? What's Oof, the haps, Paps? God, Carl. Yeah. Um, last night was one of the worst nights of my life. Why was that? 
Oh, you want an explanation? Um, yeah, you can't just say it was the worst night of your life and not give me any story. I kind of think I should now. Do you have a story? What's new with you? <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I'll just you know. gloss over it. See, you had a rough le- night last night. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. What, uh, uh, a, what friend, a friend came over, um, and uh, we were going to watch bad uh, horror movies, you know, okay. in honor of it being October. October. Um, you were doing a schlocktober thing? I guess so. Okay. I guess so, yeah. And this friend ate approximately a third of a marijuana brownie. Ooh. And then proceeded to kind of freak out over the course of the next uh, three hours. Oh, three hours isn't that long for that type of situation. Those effects could last anywhere from six to 12 hours. (laughs) Thank you uh, for (laughs) minimizing my uh, experience. Um, Just for providing some context. Great. No, no. (laughs) It's good that you told me my experience was Nolan Boyd. Uh, That was the first time I've ever been in that kind of situation. Um, It's not fun, is it? No, it's not. Where, Where there's like a... A responsibility for like the immediate care of someone else, you know. Oh, like, I mean, I couldn't... outside of the drug aspect of it, you've never been in a situation where you were immediately responsible for the direct care of another person. Not with that intensity, huh? Not like well, we sp- we've spoken about it on the podcast before. I don't need to hide it. I own two cats. Yep. They do not involve, or they do not require that kind of uh, involvement. No, they're not humans. care for them. And they don't have that level Um, of uh, communication skills. Right. And uh, at one point in time, Carl Case, Mm -hmm. uh, I was what they call a married man. Yeah. And my ex-wife never required that kind of uh, attention. in such a short period of time. Oof. Um, so it was a trip. And I do remember like being aware ah, trip. <laughs> of this during the experience and thinking, like, is this what it's like to have kids? Because if it is, I mean, I was already on, on board with no. Hard pass. No kids. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's, is there such thing as a harder pass? Yes. Hardest pass. Yeah. The most hard pass. The most hard pass. Yep. It's That's... like somebody threw the rock dead into your chest. You weren't ready for it. You missed it. And that overinflated hot basketball just impacted your bare chest at such a velocity that it knocked the wind out of your lungs. Yes. That is a hard pass. Yeah. That's... The hardest pass. Oh, my God. You don't like my metaphor? I Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. Uh, when you're not here... I'm like, oh, God, I can't do this show without Carl. I can't do it on my own. And then when you are here, I think, what am I doing? What, what am I doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Um, hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> what have you been up to, Carl? Uh, well, right now I was thinking about <laughs> listening to the podcast last week and wondering if uh, uh-huh. when you start ruminating on what are we doing yeah. when we're recording, maybe you should start yelling out, stop. stop. There you go. There you go. All right. 
All right. All right. I'll, I'll try. Uh, and I'll try to do it cleanly so you can edit it out, too, if no, you want. No, we, we want it. Oh, in. we want? Okay. Yeah. All right. It's part of the, part of the uh, user experience. Okay. No, uh, I, can, U- I can. UX. I can. Yep. Got it. UI. Um, no, that's user interface. IUD. UX. DUI. DWI. No. IED. Are you doing me back at me? Stop. Okay. I believe at some point in time in the last five to ten minutes, you asked me how I was doing. Uh-huh. I think it was probably like 45 <laughs> seconds ago. It felt like an hour. <laughs> uh, I, um, well, uh, thank uh-huh. you for recording last weekend because I was sure. going through some roof stoof. You were knee deep in roof stoof. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't um, hang around my house and understand what's going on. Uh, First of all, rude that they don't hang around your house. I know, right? And know what's going on. Yeah. So I have to catch them up. We give, they take. When do they give? I know, right? Yeah. Patreon time. Uh, Stop! (laughs) So, uh, the chef and I. Yep. Dr. Jeff, the chef. Nope. Dr. Chef, Jeff, the chef, Karen, PhD, PhD. Esquire. (laughs) Yeah, because she's also a lawyer. Yeah. Apologies for mentioning lawyers. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Stop! (laughs) Oh, God. <laughs> new, new listeners. <laughs> Carl, who are we kidding? We don't have those. Um, so uh, we're environmentally conscious, and we've been dying to put solar on our residence uh, since we live in the sunniest state that's not Florida. Um, and uh, in this new podcast studio that we also the uh, sad sleep pad. in, yep, here in the sad pad, uh, we wanted to get that solar action going. Uh-huh. But the roof was a little old. Mm. And uh, if we put the solar on and then needed a roof in one to three years, which is what the inspector told us when we uh, acquired sad pad. Sure. Uh, we would then have to spend money to have it profession- have the solar panels professionally removed. To then redo the roof. Yes. Correct. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, we would also not have solar during that time. Right. Um, so I decided Executive to decision. Uh, shop around a roof quickly before we got the solar, which it's a little bit of a push because... Um, the incentives, tax incentives change at the end of 2019. I mean, everybody's here to listen to this. Yes. Uh, We're so, talking incentives. So uh, we uh, shopped around getting a roof, and then my dad and I were talking and remembered that he removed and replaced his roof on his own. Um, and I was like, screw it, I can do this. <laughs> um, and so myself, uh, my dad, um, who at... Uh, 63 years old, um, rode in his first ever mountain bike race this year, spent four long days on the roof, ripping off a, like, there was, there were two roofs on this house, meaning they put a second layer of shingles. Two roofs. Roofs. Two roofs. Two roofs. There it is. Uh... That's, that's the roof stoof right there. Yeah, uh, baby. So there were two layers of shingles, which means there were double the number of nails. And, um, but we got through it. We were very successful. Uh, and in the four-day allotted time, we got it done. And now they're putting solar on way ahead of our plan, which is great because then we'll stop burning them fossil fuels and start raking in that sun money. Yeah. Um, 
Along the way, guess uh-huh. who overdid it? Your father. Nope. Mm, the solar company. Nope. That'd be, uh, uh, that'd be I give up. good old Bad Batch here. No. Uh, tweaked his wrist pretty good. No. And then just kept going. No. And then um, by the time I was at my nephew's birthday party after we were done, uh, done down, roofing. Yeah, we were roof, roofed out for the day. On, uh, that sounds like you took roofies. Time for other stoof. We went, I was playing laser tag. I had to wear, I was wearing a brace on my arm because it hurt and I had a uh-huh. giant lump on my forearm yeah. from the inflammation. Stoof. So then I go to urgent care because we have health insurance. Sorry to be all fancy. No, it's uh, okay. And uh, the doc says, well, it's not broken. Hooray. Not a, not a, most, closest thing is a strain, but mostly you. Not even a sprain. Overuse tendonitis, which wow. is what I've had in my right hand a number of times. And the doc said, so if you don't use your hand for a week or two, it'll get better. If you do use your hand, it probably won't get better for six to eight weeks. Mm. So right now I am fighting every urge to go mountain biking because it's nice out, right. to uh, work on projects around the house because it's nice out and I like we're, we're on a roll. I have to like force myself to be sedentary, which is very... Um, it's, it's hard for yeah. me to sit still. Cause then you're alone with your thoughts. Oh no. So, uh, so hooray playing world of Warcraft again. To keep your thoughts away? To keep my thoughts away and keep my ass sitting still. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I decided to prescribe myself with a, um, highly addictive MMORPG, uh, to, I figure, you know, at one of these days they're going to be, uh, putting warnings on. World of Warcraft, the way they do on opiates, because it sucks you in. Oh, do they they put the warning on the opiates? Well, they they talk to you a lot about it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I never got any opiates. Because you got too scared? No. I think they made that decision for me. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. said, uh, here's a guy with a beard and... Let's not give him the good stuff. Fair enough. This is when you were uh, shopping around for doctors to not to lie to them about your cat scratch fever. True. Uh, also, when I had uh, back spasms. Oh yeah. 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 Um, the muscle relaxers are not habit forming, supposedly, at least in the same way that opiates are. They didn't give me the good stuff there either. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. So anyway, that's what that's what's new in my world totally over uh leveraged in terms of obligation overdid and, it uh and uh trying to recover while still having to work a whole lot so wee yeah how, what do you predict how do you see this going um you think it's my wrist gonna will be still be i think my wrist will still be bothering me over thanksgiving okay um so that's life that's life. That's what the Just, people say. That's, yep, that's the song. Riding high in April. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't Shot know the lyrics, but yes. Which is a good transition. <laughs> <laughs> that's arguable. <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, sure. good being um, relative. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> I think that's why I said arguable. Yeah. Uh, you and I. Uh-huh. Just came back from watching. That's right. The controversial, super Joaquin Phoenix, uh, character piece. Sure. Joker. 
Joker. Yeah. Um, Carl. Yeah. I you don't want to was talk about it? worried. Yeah. Going into this movie. Because I've heard the news and I knew oh boy. this was going to be trouble and there could be a shooting because that's out of the ordinary for American life. Um, Man. I saw Twitter and I knew that we could become incels. Just by watching just it? Just by watching it. Really? Uh, so there, this is a dangerous movie. That's what I knew going into it. Okay. You, you, your, your, your concern was that we would be co-opted into the uh, white nationalist movement by simply watching the movie. Yes. And... You walk out and you have a... Lo- your, your phone automatically links you to 4chan. It links you to 4chan. 8chan? Uh, 16chan? 30... Whatever. Yes. We'll figure it out. Number chan. Yep. Number chan. You get to the number chan website... Uh, white nationalism, uh, pro MAGA, uh, involuntary anti, celibacy, anti women's, mm-hmm. uh, just a lot of boxes to check. So, like you were, you the, the anxiety was like buzzing as you went. I don't through, know. Like, didn't if, know what to I expect. don't know if you noticed that. I think I was like shaking in my seat during the preview. I I was really self conscious about. It. I mean, I was wrapped up in my own insecurities about what was about to happen. Um, I wish we had kind of taken a moment during those previews to check in with one another. Yeah. Because I think it would have helped knowing that I wasn't the only one feeling that way. Well, if we had done it, I think it might have gone a little bit something like this. How are you doing, Carl? Pretty good. Got my free popcorn for being a member here at the loft, and Uh uh, I got my... uh, Got my soda. Yeah. Um, what do you got there? RC. I got the I got the Royal Crown. All right. The Royal Crown review. Yeah. Um, I brought my water. That's good. Yeah. So you know. You know, other other stay theaters. Stay hydrated. Other theaters won't let you bring in a sealed container. It's a nice thing about the art house cinemas. I've, I've brought as... it into the the old uh, Megaplex. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, it's been good catching up with you. Should we shut up for the rest of the trailers? Yeah, I think people are looking at us weird, and uh, they want to watch what's coming soon. Yeah, the big boom mics we have out for recording are definitely obscuring. They're obstructing yeah, the, the eye, eye line, sight line, eyesight, view. line, line sight. guy, sight line guy by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we okay. should probably wrap this up. Uh, you know what? How about this? Mm-hmm. After the movie, let's go back to the sad pad, and then we can talk some more. Perfect. And then after that, maybe we do a little recording. I, I like that plan. Great. All right. Um, I'm not going anywhere, Carl, but we'll talk later, post-film. All right. Okay. That's good, because I think they're going to come for me if I keep talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. And scene. Boom. Yeah. Improv. So clearly, cl- clearly, even when we were intending to check in before uh-huh. the film, we, we did it. Right. We avoided that emotional conversation. Yeah. I mean, you're just so good at... Uh, I've, I've at picked deflecting? up the deflection. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Yeah. Um, call me... Uh, Ishmael. No, I'm good. Oh. Uh, I don't... I wish I, I... I honestly wish I knew more about Star Trek 
uh, enterprise chip to make enterprise to play to make enterprise chip to make deflection what? dish oh, joke fuck. <laughs> but me fail at deflection dish joke star trek um do you, do you what work? you have is a disease. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> What's the, it's, it's, it's diarrhea of the mouth is what I've been called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a disease. Okay. And you need to get treatment for it. Anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> that was terrible. So, um, uh-huh. we saw Joker. We saw, we saw Joker. Uh-huh. I have many thoughts, but the one thing I've learned. One, you learned one thing. Um about the pre-commentary about this film is that as a cisgendered, heterosexual, uh-huh. white male yes. who has health insurance and is fully employed in the United States yes. um, and is a landowner. Wow, I hadn't thought about that last part, yeah. but you're, you're not wrong. I'm not going to say anything about it until I hear what somebody who doesn't check all those boxes has to say about it. So I guess that's you. Oh, <laughs> okay, so let's let's do the comparison. Okay, I'll just start at the end because that's what I remember most. Okay, uh, I do not own any land. Okay, that is true. Uh, what was the one after that? <laughs> okay, oh. uh, I guess yes, I am cisgendered. Okay, uh, am heterosexual. Uh, I am mixed race. So all right, there's a difference. Right, and okay. the non landowner. Okay, two different two different non landowner. Uh huh. Um, I'm also... Uh, oh, I do have health insurance, and I'm employed in the United States of... And I'm a United States citizen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I forgot to mention the... Um, I am not a... Christian. Protestant. You were. But definitely there's wasp in my blood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if it comes to it, they will take away my citizenship. Yeah. So that's a... I guess that's a box I check. Hooray. That makes it says citizen. Uh, thanks, new census. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've like, just so um, uh-huh. obviously being facetious about the whole uh, identity politics thing, but I do. I mean, I I, I do want to shut up. I want to. Is it? Is it? Well, here's the is thing. It the fact that I'm I a white noticed. Dude that, here's the thing that I noticed before going to see the movie. Uh huh. From what I saw of. And these are these weren't necessarily uh, professional reviews being shared uh-huh. on the old uh, Zuckernet. Um, I saw people that I knew. Now these aren't necessarily uh, my best friends, like uh, your wife and I. Mm-hmm. Um, but these, you know, acquaintances, some more friendly uh, than others. Humans uh, who've deigned to friend you on the internet. Right, on the old Zuckernet. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seemed, from what I observed, that people either hated this movie or they loved it. it was I a- didn't see anybody go like, eh, yeah. it was, you know, all right. Divisive. Yes, okay. divisive. Um, so what side of the divide are you on? Now, Carl, you know this about me. I am not a cinephile. Cinephile? I am not a cinephile. Uh, a Chick-fil-A. Right. I, 
you, I know this about you, mm-hmm. you enjoy the analysis of film. And yes. you do it. You yes. don't have to struggle to do it. You do it. It happens automatically. Right. Your yeah. brain is just wired that way, and maybe it's from academia. I don't know. We don't need to, you don't need to hear, hear my origin story, but yes, I have, I, I have actually been uh, working on not telling people what I think about movies. <laughs> Whereas I cannot tell people what I think about movies because I don't do that kind of thing. Okay. Not well, a lot I, of analysis, and I'm not, I'm not one who's like, oh, well... When you saw the color red in Act Two, that was uh, symbolism, and then yeah, in Act Three, and yes, right, okay. I don't, I can't, I can't do that. I just kind of go with gut feeling. So gut feeling, gut feeling. Gut so feeling. Um, we got out of the theater an hour ago. It. I don't know. Ooh, you don't know. I think it is a very well-made movie. Uh-huh. I think the acting's very good. Uh, I was really, what I found myself noticing that I don't usually notice is uh, I was really uh, taken with the score. Yeah, it imposed yeah. itself upon yes. you at moments, yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't normally want a score to be intrusive. No, but this... This was uh, almost like a character on its own. Oh, wow. Are you sure you're not a cinephile? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually. All right. All right. Ah! <laughs> uh, but the nature of the movie makes me hesitant to say that I liked it. Does that make any sense to you? Yes. Yeah. So, um, it's a weird movie, or it's a weird choice to say, I loved that movie, I think. Yeah. I mean, it brings up a lot of things about, like, you know, a declaration of, like, I, I, I loved that movie. It has a bunch of... Jesus, that was really a fucked up movie. Why yeah. would you love right, that? Right, 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 right. Um, it reminds me what of... What does it say about you that you loved this fucked up thing? Have you seen A Clockwork Orange? And if so, have you seen it recently? Not recently, no. Okay. Um, do you... That is a movie that if you say you love... Yeah. People are going to look at you and go like, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. And uh, to the extent that uh, in college... Um, you would tell people that I, to fuck with them? Yeah, no. I dressed up as a droog uh, oh for Halloween and uh, hooked up with a girl that ended up we ended up dating. And then shortly, like a, couple, like a month or two later, she saw the movie and was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you ever dress up like that? <laughs> Um, I don't think that was what ended the uh, terminated the dating, but run, it didn't help. But it definitely didn't help. Carl, I tried reading the book, The yeah. Clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. I did not get past the first page. Uh, if I remember correctly, the author had uh, created his own slang. Yes. For this book. Yeah. And I knew I couldn't tell what the fuck was going on, uh, so I gave him a page, and I was like. Nope. Walk away. Fuck this. Yeah, you need a you need a translator's notes. On yeah, the side. which I don't want when You're I'm not, reading. Yeah, fair enough. 
Um, I do not mind that type no. of thing. Um, but once again, you're what we call a Chick Fil A smarty pants. Sure. While I live over in Dum Dumville. Okay. I mean, every time I try to like convince people that, uh, regardless of whether of intelligence, I want to know what they think about stuff. It just makes me feel look like an asshole. So I just stop. Carl, I got bad news for you. I look like an asshole. You look like an asshole all the time. Oh, that's it. There it is. That makes sense. Okay, so you don't know if that you is, like it. That is why we get along. Because um, you love looking at assholes. <laughs> game recognizes game, my friend. Um, does that get to be the episode title? I think it does. Yeah, like I said, it's 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 a it's a difficult movie for me to say I liked it. Mm-hmm. I think it was like I said. I think it's well done. I do not regret going to see it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's a movie I'd watch again. Okay, which is kind of I think what I use as the benchmark for whether or not I like a movie. And saying that I like a movie is not necessarily saying that I think the movie's good. Does that make sense? For sure. Like, I don't... Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, this is where I get pretentious. Let's hear it. I'm sorry. Put Put on your blazer with your elbow patches, and let's go to town. So, there's... Entertainment and there's art. Okay, sure. Right, and they and never the lines betwixt meet. Yes, no meat involved in either. No, one. this is not one of those Venn diagrams. Whew, that you remember the word? I did. You didn't I, say Venn diagram. No, I said Venn. I know, but man, I want to see somebody draw a Venn diagram with the different type of Venn shoes. Yes. And Van automobiles. Yes. And what? Are the, and Van Wilder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I want to know what the center of that looks like. Ryan Reynolds' face. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. We solved it. Thanks um, for tuning in. Um, he played Van Wilder, right? Yes. Okay. Thanks. I prefer the Rise of Taj. Um. Yeah. So. That it's I, I hate being that fucking pretentious guy, but at like at you know you get you get into these situations. You can't you watch help it. it. You already checked all those uh, check boxes. I know, right? But like, yeah. So guess what? This uh-huh. has a. We watched it in art house cinema in seventy millimeters for, you know, we didn't go to Elcon. We, we didn't go to we the Megaplex. We didn't go to the Megaplex. Um, and you and I were sitting there at the end, going, "Is there gonna be an end credits right. thing?" It's not a superhero. Movie. You were very much hoping that there wouldn't be. I was like, if there is one, then so much of what I think about this movie goes out the window. Okay. Because now, because I'm already thinking about this movie in a meta context about superhero movies, about villains, about what's happening in this country, and all that, uh. all that stuff makes me go, well, fuck, whether or not it was well executed, this is more art than superhero entertainment popcorn movie. Okay. Right? right? Yeah. Would you agree with that? It definitely was not a superhero movie. Yeah. Now, there were some interesting homages. Just fucking slap me right now. Absolutely. Uh, 
in this film. Do we want to label this spoiler alert? Oh, um, well, okay, sure. Okay. Uh, spoiler alert, we're going to be talking about the movie Joker, <laughs> and uh, some details about the movie will come up. Uh-huh. I apologize. It's only It's been out for two weekends. You know, you probably may not have had a chance to see it. But um, there were at least two things, two shots in the film that reminded me of shots in previous Batman films. Police car? Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Right? And then, oh shit, what was the other one? Because I think I noticed it as well. I mean, it's the thing that isn't in every single fucking Batman. Movie. Oh, the, yeah, the pearls and all that. Yes, yeah. but it was specifically the angle of the sh- overhead of the shot of them walking. <laughs> yes, ex- the, the angle of the dangle. The Specifically the angle of the overhead Stop. shot of them walking into the alley. Uh-huh. Um, when they stupidly go, oh, there's a riot going on. Yeah. Let's go down. Sorry, spoiling everything. I already gave a spoiler. You already did. You don't have yet. to continuously. So like, oh, there's a riot going on. I maybe we should go down this dark alley. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I'm like, well, fuck. Okay. One of the things that every like some of the heaviest criticisms about this movie I've read, outside of the whole idea of um, glorifying or at least trying to make sympathetic a white terrorist. Right. Um, is that he was trying to do way too much fucking stuff. Like, Todd Phillips was... Uh-huh. Try, he put, Overly ambitious. Oh, yeah. They, he didn't have one thing he wanted to say. He just kept on throwing in little things. And towards the end, you know how at the end of Revenge of the Sith... Do you, do you recall Revenge of the Sith? Uh, yes, but I don't know if I recall it in the detail that you do. Okay. Um, cause it's been 12 years since I've seen it. Okay. It came out 10 years ago. I'm sure I got it wrong. Probably. But, um, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, they, in, they do a lot of things to transition to the aesthetics of the original trilogy. Yeah. You know, you start to see uniforms look more like what we saw what in we the saw. original trilogy. You know? right? And, and so I feel like towards the end of the film, they started throwing shit at us that were like, yeah, so this and this is where I start to go like, I'll, I'll, I'll go nuts deep on this. But um, <laughs> that was an accident. What? <laughs> no, I think the title of the episode is Nuts Deep on This. Nuts Deep on Joker. Um, Spoiler alert. Oh, God. Uh, is that um, this guy who you've been like, who's been cringy and like fucked up in the head. And this is... This is the guy who, in the two portrayals in, the, in, 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 in movies since the 80s of the Joker, Nicholson. Uh-huh. Um, Ledger. And, yep, Ledger. Uh, this guy who just did all that shit, who you, the character you like in those movies from your past. Yeah. This is the guy you're fucking liking. Yeah. This, like, that was the thing I was getting. I was like, is this movie criticizing people who saw those movies mm, and liked interesting. this character? Interesting. Like, he's saying, like, what the fuck is wrong with anybody who actually right. likes the joke? Right. <laughs> like, that was, that was one idea I had. Yeah. Um, because, I'll be brutally honest, like, there were at least two times in the movie where I was crying and laughing at the same time. Mm. Um and uh, I'm not going to spoil what those are for the people who haven't seen the movie, but... Um, well, I want to know. Okay. Can we... Is there a way to pause this? 
Okay, well... Just, okay, just... All right. Um, pause now? If you don't want to know. Wait, okay. No, just... No, pause. I'm, I'm no. not going to pause it. We're telling the audience to, to skip ahead 30 seconds? No. All right. Are you ready? Just let me... I'm going to press pause. Okay. Wow. That was... Wow, Carl. Yeah, no, it's good that you, you did not... Uh, give those to the audience, I but I'm not exactly where, where, and when I expected you would have cried, cried, laughed. Yeah, fair enough. Craft. Yeah, I mean, strange that they were both bathroom scenes, right? Yeah, I think maybe that's something to focus on with your therapist. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so, how about uh-huh. the um, mental health aspect? Of this. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there are going to be a lot of people, is decrying the right word? Uh, the, sure. the portrayal of um, mental illness in the film. Yeah. Uh, but then, I mean, we, we, we kind of talked on this or touched on it when we spoke about, um, was it Aquaman? We talked about mental. No, it was uh, glass. Glass. That's okay. the one. Okay. And, R- and remind me what you're what you're getting at. Well, I think I'd said when we were discussing it that um, that for me, I'm never expecting like an accurate portrayal of mental illness in a film. Got yeah. Absolutely. And I'm not. I, I don't that. walk away and be like, well, that's what people with mental illness are like. That makes sense. You know? Yeah. Um, because, I mean, they did it with this movie. Their portrayal of what was going to happen. The media kind of hyped up. And I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if the fucking, the movie studio had a hand in that too. Like, oh, that'll get us some good publicity. If we, like... If we talk about, like, how dangerous this movie could be. Oh, yeah, yeah. And let's, let's make sure those theaters ban costumes. Oh, because. you're really getting meta on this. Like, you're getting into the marketing side of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Because yeah. um, that could really drive numbers. It could. Because this is a scary movie. Okay. So. Drive controversy. Yeah. Danger. People right. like danger. Right. Yeah. Oh, the incels. and I don't know. There wasn't, I don't think, I was trying to at times, like, put myself in, like, these shoes of, I guess, an angry white man on the internet who can't get laid. Okay. And there, I don't think there was anything in the movie that was like, yes, that's my hero. Yeah. That's the mascot for our movement. Oh, f- yeah. I, I mean, it's more of a generic class uh, uh, conflict. Yeah. Uh, 80s type of thing that they, you know... Um, more than anything else. In, in this uh, version of the Joker character, mm-hmm. there's, it's, there's not just mental illness. I mean, he's the byproduct of trauma Society. and abuse yes. and, yeah. and many other factors. Yeah. Which is kind of revealed... Slowly throughout the movie, it's not just. Well, there's crazy Artie. 
Everybody knows he's crazy. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, it it's his journey of discovery of his own trauma to some degree. Yeah. Um, which I'm like, okay, that sounds... Fuck me for saying that. Sorry. No, no, it's That horrible. was horrible. <laughs> um, but to some extent, like... You just said nuts deep, and you're telling... <laughs> I, f- I feel okay about accidentally saying nuts <laughs> deep. Okay, I really enjoy the movie Dodgeball. It was kind of an homage. Okay. Accidental. Got it. But saying, like... What is his self-discovery of his trauma just kind of maybe like, like that, throw yeah. up in my mouth a little bit. Yeah. Um, but because uh, the thing I'll go back to in trying to like put any type of semblance of understanding into this movie is that Heath Ledger's, this is the origin story of Heath Ledger's Joker in some per- people's perspectives. I see. And if, you know, you're literally... Some people want just want to watch the world burn. He doesn't have a political perspective. Right. He doesn't right. have an overriding ideology. Yeah. He literally just loves watching the world around him burn. And he does things that increase chaos. You know, that kind of but thing. But hasn't that been kind of standard in that character? Absolutely. I mean, I don't, I don't Absolutely. know Heath Ledger... Uh, interpretation. Yeah, but there was the very where that originated. The, but the very specific line Michael Caine delivered as Alfred, sure, sure, yeah, you yeah. know, about yeah. the the jewels in the jungle. Right, 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 right. Um, so, like, so, so there's that aspect. But then there's also just the, and I go back to totally, if you're having a movie where it's from the perspective of the Joker, don't believe anything you're actually seeing is true or real. Right. You know, super subjective. Obviously, they threw that you know curveball, which I unfortunately knew about going ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, into the into it to, I mean, they 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 telegraph it that like, guess what? Some of what you see, what you've seen, isn't real. And that was a time. How did you feel about the execution of that? It was pretty shitty. Oh, okay. I mean, but I also knew about it ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of, I mean, I just, you know, so, but I knew going, therefore I knew going in, he was going to be an unreliable narrator. Yes. So, um, so when Heath Letters Joker tells his three different origin stories, yeah. who knows? Maybe he believes all three of them. Mm, good like, point. That's, so maybe this movie is just one of his, you know. That's one of the things about the, arch- the the history of the Joker is that he doesn't have a real, true, canonical like, origin story. Yeah. As soon as you do that, you ruin him. Right. 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 So, um, so I, I'm hoping that anybody who's a, at least a comic fan doesn't go into this thinking we're going to see the canon movie right, version right, right. of right. the Joker's origin. Like it is speaking to that. And this is where I get it once again all um, pompous about it or whatever. Pretentious. Pretentious, there you go. That this is uh, metacriticism about people who enjoy this character or are fucking wrong about it, and also um, it's within the context of understanding Joker as an archetype uh-huh. and a myth, and it even begs the question at certain points in time, for me, why is the Joker so popular? If this is what the raw, like this is what it really is the myth and the archetype. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Because what you were saying there reminded me, why 
is Tony Montagna from Scarface. Thank you. So popular. <laughs> it's he's not a hero no, in not the at movie. All. Not he's at all. A he's terrible, a fucking monster. Yes. So <laughs> why can you go to the swap meet and get a uh, t-shirt with him airbrushed onto it? I know it. It you know we've got monsters all over the place. People dressed up as Jason, Jason Voorhees. Right, you know, right, right. But what's his name from Mr. Halloween from the Halloween movies? I know all the Mr. Horror. Halloween. Yes. Yeah, um, but it did like I. I wanted to avoid just going like yeah. So this is just another like monster movie. Yeah. But it's an an origin a, a, a monster movie origin story. Yeah. Um, like. I mean, like Psycho. I guess maybe. Never saw it. Yeah. But I know. Um, Spoiler alert. Yeah. So he's the mom. <laughs> I think you. That's not what happened to Joker. No, no, no. But yes. Okay. Yes, gotcha. that was the homage to Psycho. Yeah. Was that the mother never existed? It was all in his mind. I thought he dressed up like that was what I think was the most impressive part of Joaquin Phoenix's performance. performance. Was yeah. when he. I mean, he was. The actor portraying his own mother. That was I, amazing. In my uh, perception, uh-huh. there was no actor playing oh, the mother. There was just the mother. There was just, yeah. But he disappeared not from that role. the mother. Yeah. The actor disappeared into the character who disappeared into the other character. Who just disappeared on screen at one point in time? Yeah, like uh, Starbuck at the end of <laughs> spoilers. Oh no! <laughs> Are we? <laughs> Have is you this seen the all episode? of Galactica? I haven't seen any of it. But is this the episode <laughs> where we just spoil everything? Spoiling everything. All right, let's uh, do it. Let's anyway. do it, baby. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm spoiled for uh, my my Bruce Willis is dead. Yes, uh, Superman is actually um, uh, quadriplegic. God. Oh, wow. That was too much of a spoiler. uh, I'm just, I'm thinking, isn't that Superman dead? Well, yes, he's He's not a quadriplegic, he's just dead. I didn't say he is a, you can't just, you can't say he is a quadriplegic. He is, he has the, he has that condition. Oh, okay. Thank you for correcting correcting me. Yeah, you're welcome. He's suffering from death. Quadriplegia. He's suffering from death. Yeah, he's also dead. Okay. No. I'm spoiling this he's bit. He's suffering from death. <laughs> okay. We've both spoiled this <laughs> bit. I mean, so my problem with thinking of it as a monster movie was that I don't... People like monsters. Yeah. And I just... Nothing... He So... He can be, things that happen to him can uh-huh. make you feel bad for him. Yes. Without, and this is, I think, where people, the bri- it's a bridge too far for me about a lot of this criticism. It's like, you can feel bad that something happened to somebody without that justifying what that what person, that person did. did. Yes. Those are two completely different things. Yes. Like, you can run around and go, like, that's really fucked up that that happened to him. Yeah. And it even makes it more uh, maybe this is the this is, maybe I'm fucking up here. Maybe I'm actually crossing back over the bridge that was too far by saying <laughs> does it make it even more tragic that 
that is what he becomes. Like, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I mean, to touch on what you said, um, I don't know where, and I don't know if this is true outside of our country, because yeah. uh, I don't know really different cultures and societies and how they perceive things. Mm-hmm. But what I have noticed uh, lately, boy, <laughs> this is number Chan talk. Um, oh, boy. No, just there seems to be a a lack of gray in the, not worldview, because it's not the world, but the country view. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean is that everything's just become very black and white. If somebody did something bad, that makes them a bad person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not a flawed person who did something bad. And I don't know if that's because maybe we don't want to recognize that we're all flawed people who all have the potential for doing something bad. Am I saying anything that makes sense? No, it makes sense. Um, I don't know how to resolve that against, you know, mass shootings. Right, 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 right. Right, (laughs) right, right. But we talk about... Uh, human rights. Ding. Uh, <laughs> human rights are done. <laughs> but we talk about human rights. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that we actually like think about what that means. Because people who do bad things are still human. So that like no, I, I see where you're going. Yes, okay. I'm, I'm seeing where you're going because something that came to mind for me was that the inability to um, to bring to judgment and to incarcerate someone who broke the law um, while also being uh, empathetic to them as a human being yeah. and not violating their rights and not being like, ha-ha, you're going to get raped in prison. You deserve it. Like, right. Like that's it's kind of a, it's kind of the difference between the 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 idea of um, the idea of rehabilitation against uh, versus uh, punishment. Yes. Within the uh, through incarceration and through the judgment system, right? Yes. Or, it doesn't feel like this country cares about rehabilitation. Not at all. Once it's, you're done, you're done. You've been labeled. That's it. Game There's over. Zero hope for you. Yeah. And throw you away. Yeah. And then what happens to that human once they have served their sentence, if they're fortunate enough to be able to serve it and then have any time left on this earth, Mm -hmm. then what happens to them? That they're not, I mean, there's entire programs out there trying to attempt to reintroduce people into society, but the experience of being in those situations, yeah, it, it fucks you up. Right. And it fucks you up, but you're also, I mean, seriously, if you are a pariah mm, yes, or an outcast, yeah. yep. what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Well, I mean, back in the day, if you were white and Protestant, you got on a boat and then just kicked some brown people off their land and started anew. Sure. But uh, we're, running out of, we're running out of brown we're, land yep. to kick uh-huh. off. 
Yeah. Running out of kicks. Yeah. No, I think you're absolutely, I've, that lines up with a lot of what I was thinking about the, the movie and, and how it reflects things. And you go like, okay, once again, you can be sympathetic that something horrible happened to someone and sympathetic to their suffering without justifying what that leads, what, what horrific things that leads them to do. Yes. Those are two different processes, and I think that's just way too, for the Twitterati. <laughs> Okay. To handle. Yes. Because you just can't articulate that level of complexity in 25 linked 140 character uh, tweets. This is how I know you haven't been on Twitter in a long time. You can do they more than 100. that limit. But it still only displays it's a like 280. Oh, Jesus. Um, I miss... Let me tell you, the orange buffoon has really taken advantage yeah, of that. Yeah, I know. Um, but, okay, <laughs> okay, last moment. Yes. Last thing I think because we need to move on. It's getting we're, we've been we've been rolling for a while and Shit. Um, I think people are sick of our hot takes. I think they've been sick. Yeah, um, that there was a moment uh, in the movie where I was like, "Oh shit, he's Trump." Oh, what what moment was that? Um, when he came out from behind the curtain at on on at the TV show. Okay, Sorry, spoiler spoiler. Yes. I bet that's been in the trailer. They have curtains. But he came out, like, on stage, and, like, they kind of did this, it was this weird effect of the cut between, like, the live action and the shots of the TV version. Interesting. And I'm watching it, I'm going, like... Interesting. But for some reason, I was just like, oh, shit, this is commentary on Trump's behavior. Wow, now that you are saying that, I can totally see it. Because, I mean... He is a garbage monster. Garbage monster. He is a garbage monster. Mm-hmm. At the same time, who created the garbage monster? Society? His parents. Uh, New York City. Trauma. Yeah. And likely abuse. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, maybe that's not the sole uh, catalyst for garbage monster. Maybe it just made worse what could have just been a petty thug. Yeah. Before we cut to our affirmation of some of oh, the BS, I want to do one last sure. comment, um, which by saying Garbage Monster reminded me of this. Yeah. Uh, Saturday Night Live last night. Did not see it. Uh, neither did I. So don't ruin it for me. Are you going to watch it later? I'm, am I going to watch Grouch? Yes. Yes. I'm going to. Okay. I have not watched it yet. You, it, it's Fucking great. <laughs> okay. I, I look forward to it. Our listeners may have already uh, watched it. Maybe we'll link to it at some point. When you go to look for Maybe. it, it's posted on the websites or on the interface. Oh, the, the you, Zucker, Zuckernet. The Zuckerbook? Zuckernet. Zuckernet. Okay. So you, you want me to do even more posting is what you're saying. Well, I'm just saying like when it might just be, uh-huh. uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Synergy? What are we getting out of it? Uh, you get, I don't know. We're, it's linking content to... So if we show it, yeah, people let's, go, hey, look, that's something yes. they talked about, and maybe they'll listen to it. I don't know. Right. Okay. No, 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 no. That, yeah, that could get us a listener. Yeah. So. Yes. Grouch. Just, I just want garbage okay. monster grass. Yes. Um, every week, sometimes, on occasions, <laughs> we get things that come in oh, from right. the mail or on the internet. 
And uh, it's like an affirmation or something that you like or you don't like and you want right. us to You want to hear our lukewarm take. Yes. All right. And so today I have something that uh, I'll be honest that somebody um, uh, I'm close to posted that has not, was not directed at me, but Ooh, I read it. Was and it I, your mom? No. She didn't post that on the internet. No, she did not post it on the internet. Um, but I just read this and I, I was like, I understand... The, um, Wait, is this the thing that I posted? No. Okay. Uh, uh, this person is um, genetically closer to me than, than you are. But you're what closer. am I, a fucking baboon? <laughs> I mean, screw it. It's one of my sisters, okay? Uh, okay, <laughs> never mind. I take it back. Um, uh, and she, I mean, she's, we're more of a baboon than you are. I, I, no, bad joke. Uh, yeah. Drop it. Um, so she posted this, and my brain went like, I understand where this is coming from, but I just can't resolve it. So okay. I want to see what you're doing. All right. So okay. She posts. Um, Do you think knowing who posted this is going to ruin it for me? No. Okay. Uh, get in the habit of asking yourself, does this support the life I'm trying to create? Get in the habit of asking yourself, does this support the life I'm trying to create. Yes. Oh, boy. She prefaces this with, it can be hard to really ask ourselves what it is we want out of this life we have been given. If we don't know what we are working towards, how can we make the best decisions toward that goal every day? And I... This, things like this feel very victim blamey to me go on where the entire responsibility for how things end up is placed squarely on the shoulders of that individual okay if let well okay let me take one step back i feel like my life is not great. Okay. So according to theories like this or statements like this, it means that I didn't want something enough or I didn't ask myself the right questions. It all comes back to me as if there are no external factors. So the fact that you are sitting in your life and what you're doing right now isn't helping you reach something you want all falls down to the fact that you aren't doing a good enough job. Right. Yeah. Right. It's a very, I think, uh, I'm sorry to bring race into this, but it's a very, I think, white perspective because the idea is that, well, if you work hard enough, you'll, you'll achieve what you want. Yeah. It's kind of a meritocracy thing. Right. Right. Uh, where there are zero external factors, just you and how much you want it. Well, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and well, you didn't, so that's why you didn't get the thing. You just, like I said, you didn't want it enough. So your, your take on it was that, uh, was that it's, it's victim blaming. You didn't, you didn't have a goal in sight. Therefore you can't be, you're you're the only person responsible for not living the life. Well, not even you didn't have a goal in sight, but you didn't ask yourself the right questions to get to that goal. It also presents the theory that 
there is uh, that kind of structure in life where you, there's a set path to get to that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where there's no uh, deviating from that allowed to get to that point. Yeah. A to B, you must do this. It is a straight line. Yeah. And there are no, there are no other stops. There's no setbacks. Um, okay. Uh, that's interesting. It's not where I was coming from on it, but uh, I like it. Let's hear your take so um i was like okay no i really like this like i should no no, wait wait like okay so like what am i doing right now like am i just filling my is is this just busy work is this just bullshit like am i i'm trying to think of it in terms of like am i just doing wait what is the this whatever i'm doing it's like get into the habit of asking yourself does this okay support so like what i'm doing right now right am i just filling my moment with busy work to distract myself from my thoughts am i you know, like, am I, should I, it's coming down to, like, dealing with the injury when I read this. Uh-huh. Like, okay, if the life I want to live is a healthy one where I'm healed, is this supporting, that my, you know, me screwing around with a garage door with the hands injured, supporting that goal? Yeah. Um, like, okay, I could kind of see this as a way to motivate myself to chill out and not continue to hurt myself and give myself a chance to heal. Sure. And, 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 and then I went, but what kind of life am I trying to create? I don't, I don't know. Why am I? Okay, maybe, okay, I need to think about what kind of life I want now. Okay, what, how do I know whether or not it's a life I want or Big not? Big decisions What's, to make. I, what if I choose wrong? I don't know what I want. What the f- if I don't know what I want, how can I make the, a decision about whether or not what I'm doing right now is creating the life that I want. How can you ask those questions? Yeah, okay, fuck this. I'm going to stop thinking about it because I'm obviously going to be wrong and I'm going to go work on that garage door. And then you came <laughs> over, you ate a third of a brownie, and boy, were we in a pickle. Yeah, exactly. So that, I, I saw it as an opportunity to get super anxious about the fact that I don't, I can't, like, my vision board, Yeah. I'll rip up seven of them. Like, as soon as I put paper to cut magazine cutout or as soon as I put tape to magazine cutout or whatever the fuck you do to make a vision board it's automatically uh, it's immediately out of date right you know I don't like writing things down I don't like communicating in the written word because I can't you know it's now it's permanent you can point back and point out that I was wrong yeah so like similarly for me it was a it wasn't a so much a blaming thing which I can also see uh, it was for me it was a opportunity to get super anxious about decisions about what I want out of life. Yeah, one more chance to do that. Yeah. One more door opening to anxiety. Absolutely. So many doors and windows that I really need to work on closing all the way and make sure that they're sealed. Um, cause, you know, do it's you really need to replace to... those windows, though? Because they're looking kind of old. Oh, fuck you. They're brand new. Well, not your physical windows, but the other windows. The windows into know. anxiety. Um, Why don't I just brick it all up? And what go kind play of brick, Warcraft. Though? What kind of brick? Uh, Zug Zug Scorbo. Wow, Zug Zug Scorbo. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what the, the orcs say in Warcraft? Zug Zug. I never played this game. Okay. I don't know. Thanks for uh, acknowledging yes, the you. reference. And uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, you can submit an affirmation or some Nobody other BS to... to this. Uh, any of our at 
Stop hating casts yep. on Instagram and Twitter. Look us up and like us on the Facebook. On the leave, a, leave a review on iTunes or whatever uh, podcast medium tool you use to access this word garbage. And uh, don't forget to join the conversation. Yeah, it'd be great. Uh, and hit us up at stophatredofcasting.com dot com to That's see right, Daddy. a uh, you know generic website that just has the same posts. Wow! Thanks so much. Well, you did a great job making it, man. It's like thought. As I thought. And as always, be good to yourselves. Because we're not doing it for you. Bye-bye.